Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Today, my honored guest is Shayna Penny, the CEO of Soledad House, a women, all women recovery program. And honestly, I've never heard of an all women. I'm sure there are some out there, but this is such a powerful, powerful space for healing. The Soledad House Recovery Program. Welcome, Shayna. Thank you so much. So I'd love for you, if you would be willing to share us with us your story of how, how you got here to this, to doing this. Um, so we're, I'm so grateful to be here today. Um, I didn't found the company, but I am the CEO and I have been overseeing it for the past 10 years now. So I'm grateful for this opportunity. We're an all women's program. And so I'm a perfect fit to do that here. Uh, my life wasn't always pretty and looking good from the outside. Um, I've battled so many things my whole life. Uh, I never quite felt like I fit in growing up. Uh, my brother was always an overachiever. And just that feeling of not being good enough for so long, I started turning to substances, relationships, attention from the opposite sex, anything to make me feel good enough, anything to just take the e you know, the edge off of how I was feeling. I didn't feel good in my own body and who I was. So I turned to all of these other things, dealt with anxiety, depression, uh, was in the grips of addiction. And, you know, eventually I got out, I was able to recover. And today I oversee Soledad House. We uh, have 70 beds here in San Diego. And I'm grateful to be the person to help these other women who are currently struggling and show them the way. Like your life doesn't have to look like that. No matter how many, you know, difficult challenges you've dealt with, you don't have to turn to drugs and alcohol for a solution. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, it sounds like it's been, you know, a tough journey for you, but that what you're doing is so aligned with your healing and, and your own personal recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Every day is a reminder of what it looks like out there and that so many people are struggling. You know, a lot of people are not okay and they're afraid to ask for help. And I have the honor of helping the women that have the courage to ask for help uh, and we're here to support them. Yeah, I mean, women are so good at kind of just handling it all and you know, looking good on the outside and, and having so much suffering on the inside. And it just takes such a level of vulnerability before somebody hits that rock bottom uh, in order to, to actually get help. 
and it's quite confronting and it's, it's a real challenge. We, we don't have addiction in our family, but I have a lot of people close to me who um, are either recovering or, um, you know, are in, in a process right now around managing their addiction. And it's, it affects way more people than we realize. Yeah. Life is tough. There are so many demands on people and after a long day of work and stress and kids and family, people just want something to take the edge off something to just decompress. I mean, it is seven days a week, 365 days a year that we are called to work, be of service. It's a lot. Yeah. Especially for women have the tools to just take care of ourselves like we're supposed to. Well, yeah. And that's a big part of what I do. I educate people on those tools, but I'll be honest, you know, a lot of people who are working three jobs just to make ends meet, um, you know, for them to consider a walk in the park Mm -hmm. or planting a garden. I mean, it just, it's just not realistic on, on a lot of levels. And it's tricky. I mean, so are the people that come into you, like, are they, are they wealthy, affluent individuals or are they people who are in poverty or everything in between? We have everything in between. So addiction doesn't affect just one race or one social class or no matter where you are on the spectrum. We've had people come to our program flying in on a private plane and we have people coming to our program who don't have a dollar to their name. So it affects everyone from all walks of life. I mean, I honestly believe we're all in recovery on some level, whether it's from, you know, our thought patterns or the blame shame cycle that we're addicted to feeling. Um, I think we're all in recovery. And so outside of being a women's only program, which I think provides a very rich environment for transformation, just having women supporting and lifting other women. There's some magic there. We've been doing it for centuries, but what else makes Solidated House unique? So the community that we offer, you're going to be here with other women who have been through what you've been through. We feel alone. We feel burdened. Like I'm expected to, I'm a stay at home mom, right? You hear that all the time. And so you're expected to work seven days a week, never have a break, take care of the kids. And we want you to be able to relate to other women who have been in your shoes. The other piece that sets us apart is we are going to do a full, thorough intake assessment. So we dive deep with each client. We're not a surface level program. And we want to find out everything in your life. What has happened from childhood? What are any trauma, abuse? Did you not feel loved? Did a parent go to jail or prison? What happened in your life? Uh, And we want to find out all of that information. We're going to address the physical aspect, the spiritual and the mental aspect of the addiction. So we address all of it. We work collaboratively with our entire clinical team, and it's made up of doctors, psychiatrists, uh, psychologists, therapists. We have a whole team to support each client that comes through our program. And Jennifer, a cool thing is, is I've actually had a client who went through our program 14 years ago when she turned 18, stayed sober, 
has 14 years sober today, and now she's a therapist, a licensed therapist serving these women. That's incredible. We see that so much here. uh, And that's really a gift too, that we get to provide. Yeah. Because most recovery centers are really just in and out and they're not really building community and they're not really caring for the whole, the whole person. So I have to ask though, are you guys looking at nutrition for your, for your, for your gals in-house? Yeah, we look at so many different aspects. So it's not just going to be the individual therapy and the group therapy that's going to be the cure-all. It's the whole person. So yes, they are going to look at nutrition because also a lot of women with substance use problems have some kind of you know, image, body dysmorphia, oh. eating yeah. disorder stuff. Mm-hmm. So we oh. want to address the nutrition. We also do yoga here. We do beach walks, meditation. Oh. It takes, there's so many things that are helpful mm. in overcoming day-to-day stress, trauma, uh, life happens, right? The unknown. I'm uncomfortable in my own skin. I just got out. I just got divorced right? We want to help them through all of these major milestones in their life. And there's a lot of resources that we use to do that. So beautiful. I'm such a gift that you're offering to these women because we're not meant to do it alone and we really need each other. Yeah. And for those of you who are listening, if you are struggling with, with any kind of addiction, I just want to level the playing field. Everybody is struggling on some level with some kind of addiction, you know, it's just, you're not alone and there's help out there. And there are people who are honest and who are loving and and who are there to support you. And I think that women especially want to hide it. And we're afraid it's going to be the scarlet letter that brands us for our life and, and, and not getting the help in time is, is probably a big, big problem from what you've seen. I'm assuming. And I also want to encourage uh, women, mothers, working women, what you're seeing on social media of everyone having it all together. And, you know, every holiday, you know, their house is decorated and everything looks perfect. And, uh, that that's not real life, you know, and we cannot compare ourselves to other people's highlights of their life. Comparison is such a dangerous, dangerous thing. Yeah. I can't say that I don't do it. Right. I, Cause I do, but, um, I think I've tried to make it more about discernment and like, if I feel like envious or I feel, um, jealous, you know, those kinds of emotions that we all have, I'm like, Oh, actually I really want that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to, I want to create that, you know? So I've been able to help, but it wasn't always like that. Not in my twenties or in my thirties. It wasn't like that. Yeah. So it just takes its own time. And, um, so you're a mom as well. Yeah. Like you are the CEO of Soledad house. Um, so you're very busy caring for the teams and the women that are in your 70 beds. Yeah. And, um, but you also have to take care of yourself, yeah. especially as a mom. You're like a mom to many. <laughs> yeah, I am. I know. <laughs> well, like, how do you, like, how do you do it? Um, how do you kind of manage the balance or the flow Um, of your life? What do you, how do you, how do you strike that flow? Oh, every day is a learning experience. I have two kids. I have a seven month old baby and a three-year-old son. So I have a girl and a boy. Um, 
with my son, my entire life got flipped upside down. I didn't know what was happening. Uh, I had postpartum depression. I uh, was struggling so much. I had a lot of anxiety. I just did not know why my kid was crying all the time. And I just needed a break. And my life was so structured. I would wake up for prayer meditation every day. I had so much peace. Uh, I was on the right path in life. I got married. You know, everything had fallen into place. And then everything got flipped upside down. And I was afraid to pick up the phone to call someone to be like, hey, I need help. I'm not okay. I need a day off. Um, I was jealous of my husband going to work every day. I was like, I want to go to work. I need a day away from the baby. You are not alone on that. I know many women listening feel the same way. Absolutely. And I just want to say that as a relatable thing, um, it happens to so many people. Yeah. And they feel ashamed. You're like, they're not supposed to feel that way. Like that's wrong. You know, I I mean, it's very natural. Yeah. I did, my life was fun and I traveled a lot. I didn't know I was going to grieve my old, you know, I was like, what have I done? I would sometimes wake up in the middle of the night to feed our baby and be like, I hate my life. This is a nightmare and felt so guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much shame, even thinking that and feeling that knowing so many other women were trying so hard just to get pregnant. Um, but today everything is, uh, a learning experience. I take it day by day. And I trust that all of these obstacles in my life today are here for a reason. Mm -hmm. And us mothers, uh, we experience the same problems for a reason, right? It's so that when we overcome them, we can reach out to the next person and be like, Hey, it's okay. I got it's your okay back. Yeah. You got, you got okay. this. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank so you. I think Good. it's a, it's not a coincidence that we're all dealing with the same things, but what I do is um, what's different for me over the past three years is I've just taken a lot of the pressure off of myself. So, you know what, this morning I needed to sleep in. So I didn't have time to wake up and sit down to get some quiet time and some time for prayer and meditation this morning. I just, I didn't have the time, but you know what, that's okay. I got a lot of rest and I'm okay. And tomorrow, if I get the time to just have some time to sit and be at peace and just have some quiet time for maybe 20 minutes. That's awesome. Mm. And I'm going to take it all. And I'm going to be present for that time. Mm. Uh, I have to take care of myself. You hear on the airplanes all the time, put your mask on first before you put the mask on. That's your right. Child. Yeah, that's right. We need the oxygen first. Mm. Yeah. Well, I just really I'm focusing on that. So appreciate you sharing so vulnerably about what you went through. It's really powerful, powerful share. And also, I, like you, believe that there's a plan, even though I can't understand it today. Looking back on my life, I know that every single thing happened for me, not to me, and that it fit into this puzzle that's coming together and the picture becomes more vibrant every day, you know, as I get older. And, And there are a lot of people who don't believe that, you know, that there is some greater plan. And that's okay too. But 
I, I don't know. There's something about that belief alone that just has me feel more relaxed, has me feel like it's going to be okay, no matter what. And that, um, that the universe is conspiring or God is, God is, is, is planning for my success. Um, and that there's something that I may not be able to wrap my head around. So I just, I really appreciate you bringing that to the forefront. And I totally your- agree with you on that. I feel that is exactly the pressure that we need taken off of our shoulders. And the truth is, Jennifer, you've had years and years and years of experience of that being true. A relationship got taken out of your life and God blessed you with a better relationship. A career got taken out of your life and you got a better career. And so when you have so much experience of that over your life, it's going to be hard at this time to think, you know what? I think something good is going to come out of this because over my life, something good has always come out of it. And it's that very expectation that generates what you're magnetizing and what you're creating. And I think we forget how powerful we are as creators of our reality, our future, our present. And it almost seems like that is in opposition to what we just said a moment ago, that there is this greater plan and it's working itself out. Yet we still have the, the a will and the ability to generate outcomes in our day-to-day, like going to a Soledad house to get help or a place like that near you because you're in San Diego. Yeah. Um, you know, but there aren't, I have a feeling your, <laughs> your uh, program is very different than your typical, um, your typical recovery, you know, programs. Yeah. yeah. It sounds very holistic and that's, it's really special. Yeah. And we, a big thing for us is we're going to point you to the power greater than yourself. So you don't feel like you have to carry the burden and the pressure of life because that's a lot. And then the pandemic hit, right? And yeah. just this wave of unknown for two years. Oh my gosh, it's been quite a ride. I'm sure your beds have been- How are you supposed to deal with that, <laughs> right? We want to help you deal with that. We've been dealing with it for so many years, so. Um, so and addiction is at an all-time high. I mean, it yeah. is. And mental health. Even yep. worse, yeah. Um, well, they go, they go hand in hand, for yep. sure. It's a struggle. You need a lot of resilience. You know, I am a lucky person I was raised, you know, by somebody who was in the 12-step program. Uh, She was in Food Addicts Anonymous, now known as OA, Overeaters Anonymous. So I grew up with like the 12-step program on my kitchen table. And, um, and, And I was also really loved. So I feel like I have an advantage. Because I, I grew up understanding addiction and the addiction that we were dealing with wasn't one that you could just kind of stop drinking or stop taking drugs. Like we had to confront the addiction every day of our lives because we were eating food. And so abstinence for us looked like no flour, no sugar. And it mm-hmm. still does. Um, and, you know, that's like, you know, 40 plus years later, uh, mom died and uh, her one of her causes of death was severe obesity. So I really understand addiction and food compulsion firsthand. And my best friend growing up, uh, her mom was in and out of NA. And so it's, um, it's, it's ubiquitous. Yeah. It's all around us. And uh, to think that it's not me or couldn't be me, like it it can be, it's all of us. Yeah. 
And it's not a bad thing because so much good has come out of each person's story that has come through our program. So, so many people are like, I don't know how you do what you do. And, you know, I feel so blessed to be able to do what I do. And mm-hmm. I get so many phone calls and pictures mm-hmm. of children, all of the blessings of how different their lives look. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's amazing. It is amazing. And um, on those days, oh, and I just want to go back before I ask you this question. Um, you know, folks, most of us listening to this are type A people. And we are so hard on ourselves when we don't get up to do the exercise or the meditation that we plan to do. Um, and so I just want to like acknowledge what a great reminder you are mm-hmm. for just allowing. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to sleep this morning. Yeah. Um, and the discernment, you know, that, you know, <laughs> There's a, there's a line there between laziness, you know, and yeah. then the aggression of overdoing too. So there's that, you know, there's that. Um, but when you're really tired, um, what is your go-to to, to kind of restore yourself to vitality? What, what is your go-to? I've learned a lot from my children. So they are 100% present in each moment of what they're doing. When they're right. watching TV, they're a hundred percent watching TV. When my son is digging up my entire backyard, he is 100% digging. When he's eating, he's eating. He's not thinking and worrying about, you know, I wonder, you know, where the food's going to come from. And I want, he doesn't worry about anything. The food is always there. His clothes are always clean. Um, So wherever they are, I just take a second to, and we're lucky to live in San Diego. I sit outside and just literally take a couple breaths of fresh air. Uh, I look into the sky at the clouds. I take in the trees and I try to just be right where I'm at. I don't need to worry about, you know, what's going on with work. I don't need to worry about dinner. I don't need to worry about the 700 emails from school. (laughs) I am going to be right where my feet are. That's a great reminder. So your pathway to restoration is presence. Yes. That is so beautiful. It's such a great reminder for all of us. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Any, any um, last words of wisdom that you'd like to leave our listeners with or anything that you'd like to add that we haven't covered? I just want to let everyone know that every day is a new day. Sometimes I don't take care of myself and I come home from work and I'm exhausted and I cannot handle being with my kids and all of their needs. And sometimes I'm not the woman that I want to be for them, but I have the opportunity to apologize to them, to be the role model to them And I have the opportunity to start over every morning on a clean slate. So no matter what happened yesterday, today, I can continue to be my best self and try to do what I need to do to take care of myself so I can take care of others. That's so beautiful. So much allowance, accepting and forgiving, I hear in everything that you've spoken about today. And may all of our listeners just be touched by that. Because the more we can do that with ourselves, 
And Shannon is such a great reminder of how we can accept love and forgive ourselves. Um, the better off we're going to be as parents and, and entrepreneurs and to each other as friends and sisters yeah. and daughters. And so thank you so, so much for the work that you do, for the presence that you bring with you, for being the great mom to the so many that you are a mom of, whether they're your biological children or not. And so, so grateful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me. Thank you.